Hello, this is Father Mike Walker of Father Mike's Podcast and Father Mike's Bible Study Podcast, the pastor of St. James Catholic Church in McMinnville, Oregon. If you would like more information about the parish or the podcast, please feel free to email me at frmikewalker at gmail.com. And now, today's podcast. When I was in high school, my brother and I were watching a short TV program I don't remember the name of the program, but I can remember the storyline because I thought the storyline had a very good message to it. And what it was, was there was a young man who had this stranger come up to him and he said to him, make sure you hang on to everything that you love, everything that's important to you. And so afterwards, this person, the stranger left and this young man thought, I need to make sure that everything that I love, I hold on to. And so he started keeping things. So he bought a car and he kept it. And then he bought all these different works of art and he kept it. Uh, But the problem was, because he kept buying all these things, he ended up becoming homeless. And after so many years, he's got this old beat up car and he's pushing it down the street. And it's just filled with all this junk. And he's all mad now because this stranger who he thought was a prophet told him to keep all this stuff. And he now is finding himself in a homeless situation pushing this old car that won't even start. But then he runs into somebody, not literally runs into someone, but he meets someone along the way. And this person looks at the junk that he has in his car and he said, where did you get that painting? And the guy said, well, I bought it a while back and I liked it, so I kept it. He goes, do you know how valuable that painting is? It's worth a fortune. And then all of a sudden he's looking through there and he noticed that everything in this guy's car is just worth a fortune. And so at the end of the story, all the stuff he collected actually was valuable and it was worthwhile. Uh, but uh, afterwards then, I suppose, he sold everything and became rich. But the reason why it was interesting at the time because... I was in high school, my brother was in high school, and we started thinking like, yeah, we should be like that guy. Let's make sure that we take things that are really important to us and hold on to them. Well, hey, I got something for you now. So, these are my Varney sunglasses from high school. (laughs) Anyway, I thought they'd be worth a few million, but they're really not. There's a lot of them out there. There were a lot of things that I thought were important at the time. And when I was a little older in college, I had a 66 Mustang, and I loved that car. I also had other things that I loved. I loved my little stereo, and and I, I loved all these various things that I thought at the time were very important. And really, I think the sunglasses are the only thing I have left. But... What ended up happening is over time, things became less important to me. And if anything was important at all, it was because it had some kind of sentimental value. So, for example, if it was a piece of art that reminded me of someone in the family or some event or something that happened or, or some religious connection that I have to it, then I love those things and I kept them. But all the other things I really have not cared about too much. And even my own car today, it's like my old CRV. It's like, it's kind of boring, you know? So it is funny how things change over time because what you think is important and what you truly love really is not that important. And other things that you may have taken for granted that you should have loved more 
you didn't necessarily love like you should. And this last week I had a dream. And you know how you have a dream and then sometimes something comes into your head and you wake up and you think, oh, I should write that down. And then you don't write it down and you go back to sleep and you forget what it was. So anyway, I don't, I don't remember exactly what the quote was, um, but it was something like this, that you can tell a lot more about yourself than you can about others in what you love or who you love. So it was something like that, that, that what you love says a lot about you. And I thought, there's a good truth about that because so often we'll think that what we love, it's, it's the thing that we love that's... That, that actually speaks most, but really it speaks about us because we choose to love particular things. And if we don't love the right things, then we aren't doing that right. So, for example, if we love things, things should bring us to a certain end. They should help us to be better people in one way or another. They should help us to be better Christians in one way or another, and it should serve some long-term purpose. And if we love people, then people also are worthy of our love, and they help us to be better people, and they connect us somehow spiritually, you know, so there's that aspect. And of course, if we love God, well, that's the highest love. There's nothing that we should love greater than God himself. And if we do that right, then we are doing love correctly. And in... All of this, of course, Jesus in the gospel today is he gives us a simple commandment. He says, we are to love one another as he has loved us. Well, that's pretty easy, right? God infinitely loves us. That's just a reality. I know not everyone believes that, but it's true. Uh, I was just talking to someone last week, and they were telling me about how great of a sinner they were. And I said what I typically say, oh, get over yourself. You're not any better of a sinner than anyone else. You know, we're all sinners, but God chose to love us anyway. And it doesn't mean that, that we're not savable, because obviously God came on earth, taught, died, and rose from the dead so that we could be saved. He wants us to be saved. And so we have to do our best to cooperate with his salvation. But nevertheless, we recognize that we are loved by God. Whether we think we deserve it or not, that is reality. And we should live in reality. And so when Jesus says we should love one another as God loves us, as he loves us, then that should also give us a a moment of pause because God loves us infinitely. So Jesus is asking us to love one another infinitely. Well, how is that even possible? Seems like we could never reach that, right? But the point is that's our goal. So we want to love one another infinitely. And we can't get satisfied with, well, I've loved this person well enough. I did the minimum, I'm done. You know, no, we have to love them like God loves us. And so that should inspire us to, to really uh, to live that kind of love in a very, a very real and very uh, powerful way. But we should also understand the context that, that he's speaking to. Because this is John's gospel. This is the big, long priestly prayer of John during the Last Supper. And so here, Jesus is giving this commandment within the context of the celebration of the Eucharist. And so when he says we should love one another as he loves us, then he's, first of all, starting with the church. We in the church should love one another as Jesus loves us. 
And you might think, well, sometimes that's easy and sometimes it's not so easy, right? Not everybody in the church is always so lovable at all moments. But nevertheless, our goal is to love them infinitely. Everyone in the church, everyone at Mass, when we celebrate the Eucharist, as Jesus loves us. And you say, well, why? Why should I do that? Well, he gives the answer to that. So that others may see you and know that you are my disciples. So there's a purpose to it. It's not just so we can feel good about, well, look how great I am. I'm loving everybody. No, it's so that we can glorify God and that others may be attracted to the faith that we have and the God that we worship. And they'll say, no, you guys actually have it figured out. You are loving like Jesus loves. Therefore, I want to have what you have. I want to be able to worship with you so that I can have a share in the love that God gives to you. Now, in Acts of the Apostles, it gives a nice little detail as the disciples were going out and Saul and Barnabas, they're all going out and they're, they're doing missionary work. When they came back, they were so excited that God was doing all these powerful things through them. So you notice the language that's being used there. They didn't say, look at all the great stuff we did. No, they said, look at all the great stuff God is doing through us. You know, and again, that is the ultimate goal. That it's all about how we glorify God. It has nothing to do with us. So for this week, we might want to focus on maybe a few things. So the first one is just a simple thing. Look at what we love. The things that we love. Is it leading us where we need to be led? Look at the people we love. Is it really uh, where we need to be in those relationships? And then look at God. And are we loving him in a way that, that he deserves? You know, so, so our loves, that, that we're doing that correctly. The second one is looking at the church and understanding that we are commanded to love one another as Christ loves us. Can we improve in that way, in some way, in our prayer for one another, in our action, our love for one another? And then also, we want that to be able to spill out and spill over to those around us, whether we're in the church or out of the church, that we're loving everyone like Christ loves us. It's a very challenging thing, really. Uh, There are so many times that we focus on it's like, oh, God loves me, that's great, and we just kind of are on the receiving end. But here, Jesus is saying that we can't just be on the receiving end, we also need to be on the giving end. But the great thing is, is that he gives us the tools we need to be able to do that. And so this week, we might be able to focus on that just a a little bit more, uh, looking at that that active, lived-out experience of the love of God that lives in us and then gets reflected out through us so that we can glorify God in offering his love to one another. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. May God bless you and be with you as you live out your faith and serve the Lord this week.